tax season cometh. It is starting this week, and we are ready to give you all the homeowner tax credits you might be eligible for. We'll talk about all that and more this week. Let's go. Welcome to episode 10 of Mortgage Magnates, the podcast. I am Chris Baker. This is brought to you by Mortgage Magnates. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, thank you for joining us. That probably means you're a client who got referred to this episode for this week by your mortgage broker. And you're very lucky to have that broker who referred you because this is great information we're going to share today. It's not always the most, uh, let's just say, entertaining information, but it's really important each time of year. Tax season begins this week as we enter into February. And so we want to make sure that you are prepared and you know some of the deductions that are available to you or potentially available to you as a homeowner in Canada. We'll get into some of the federal deductions and some of the provincial deductions and we will try, we promise, to make this as entertaining as possible even though this is a very dry subject. One thing we do want to make sure that we tell you is of course that we are not accountants and this is just meant to give you uh, an insight into what may be available. But if you are unsure, even after listening to this, what's available to you and what's available to homeowners, if you're a broker listening to this, make sure you refer your clients to their accountant, your accountant, whomever it is, uh, to get details on the tax forms we reference and any of the, the deductions or tax credits that we reference throughout this podcast this week. But we're thrilled to have you. First and foremost, want to thank Dan Pauls from Bright Path Capital for last week's episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode nine, came out last week. It was awesome. Uh, it was all about uh, mix and private lenders and getting uh, getting your business, if you're a mortgage broker, more involved with that. But we won't talk too much about mortgage broker uh, information today because we know you may be a client listening to this. We have encouraged your broker to send this along to you. Uh, so welcome. We are thrilled to have you if you are a client of your broker. And this is an important episode to get into. So let's get right into it. And owning a home in Canada, which is is um, you know a, a dream of of many many Canadians out there. I mean, we know that there's a lot of renters that are wanting to get into home ownership, and there's a lot of homeowners that are are upgrading and moving to new houses and building. And there's all sorts of tax credits and tax opportunities that you can take advantage of if in 2019 you had any of these scenarios uh, in your life. And and essentially what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of them in some lighter detail. Again, this is not <laughs> this is one of those drier subjects where we're going to just try and, and talk to you more in layman's terms instead of the official terms of the government and the CRA. If you do want any more details on anything you hear today, 
today. Uh, throughout, we'll give you references to a couple of forms you can use, a couple of guides you can use on the CRA website. And of course, you can always go to cra.ca to get a lot of this information as well. But we'll try to bundle it up for you as a homeowner so you get an opportunity to hear all of these things and don't have to necessarily search for them. Uh, and owning a home in Canada, you know, it can be very expensive, but it can be a lucrative opportunity for you and rewarding at the same time when it comes to taxes. And as a homeowner, there are some federal and provincial tax deductions and tax credits, which depending on your situation may be available for you to claim. So even if you're a homeowner, it does not mean you can claim all of these that we referenced today, but we'll certainly make you aware of some of these so that you have uh, have an idea of them so that you can talk to your accountant in more detail if you do qualify or if you hear that you qualify very clearly in this podcast, that's great too. So the first one we're going to reference and it's an important one. It's actually not the one uh, that you might think, the first-time home buyer's credit. We will get into that, but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's the more obvious one. What we do have here, though, is a home buyer's tax credit where you can actually claim $5,000 for the purchase of a qualifying home. And don't worry, we'll get, you, get into what a qualifying home might actually be. But if both of the following apply... So this is before we figure out what the qualifying home is for. If both of these two things apply to you, then you may actually be able to apply for this $5,000 home buyer's tax credit. So number one, you or your spouse or common law partner acquired a qualifying home during the tax year of 2019, and you did not live in another home that you owned or that your spouse or common law partner owned in the year of acquisition or in any of, and this is important, the four preceding years before that. Okay, so just remember that for the home, home buyer's tax credit. Okay, so I'm just going to give you that one more time, especially the second one. Uh, the first one, of course, being that you or your common law spouse or your spouse uh, acquired a qualifying home in the tax year of 2019. So we know that. That's easy. You bought a home, then you might qualify. But you also have to have this qualification as well, which is that you did not live in another home owned by you or your spouse or common law partner in the year of acquisition or in any of the four preceding years. Now, what is a qualifying home? Well, you must be registered in your, it, it, sorry, I should say, it must be registered in your and or your spouse or common law partner's name. And, and that has to be in accordance with uh, applicable land registration systems. And, and, and that is your provincial land registration system, your municipal land registration system. And it must be located, of course, in the country of Canada. It, it also includes existing homes and homes under construction where you could qualify for this tax credit. You'll hear a few uh, just down the road here in this podcast where if you didn't build, you don't qualify, or if you did build, you didn't qualify for the other one. So just keep listening for those. But but in this case, for this home buyer's tax credit, uh, this applies to both building and acquiring an existing home. Uh, so the following are considered qualifying homes. So this is this is important if you're taking notes. Try to do that. If not, re-listen to the podcast. But single-family homes, uh, semi-detached homes, townhouses, condominium units, mobile homes, um, apartments that are in duplexes or triplexes, fourplexes or apartment buildings do qualify as well, as long as you, of course, own it uh, for this home buyer's tax credit. So that's an important piece. Uh, the other one that we want to 
talk about, and this is becoming a um, a more common theme as the boomers get older and things like that. The Home Accessibility Tax Credit, the HATC. Now, this is for renovations or expenses that are occur uh, incurred rather, uh, which make homes safer or more accessible for any Canadian 65 years of age or older, or the disabled that may qualify for the home accessibility tax credit, provided that they are being claimed by the eligible individual themselves or by someone who is charged with looking after the individual and meets all of the CRA requirements. Okay, so when you go to your CRA website, if you decide to, if you think this was your type of tax credit that's available to you or to somebody taking care of you, then you would want to go to the CRA.ca and look up some of the the, the requirements associated with this. But you get you can get up to ten thousand dollars in expenses claimed under this HATC. So you can claim up to ten thousand dollars in renovation expenses that you incurred to make the home a little more accessible for. So very important, if you did a number of renovations on your home to make it accessible for 65 years of age or older or for the disabled, you actually may qualify for this home accessibility tax credit. So don't forget that. Don't leave that out if you did those renovations this year. And again, for more details, visit CRA.ca. Now, this one is one that I think that a lot of people didn't really realize is available as part of a homeowner tax credit as well, and that is the medical expenses tax tax credit that the government has provided as well. And that is for persons with mobility impairments. They can claim renovation expenses to make their home more accessible under the medical expenses deductions as well. So whether it's the accessibility tax credit or medical expenses, maybe it's an overflow over that $10,000, it can be potentially claimed under the medical expenses tax credit as well in Canada. The government provides an extensive list, though, of eligible medical expenses, but the good thing is they also provide an extensive list of ineligible medical expenses for this list too. So, so that way you know what you can and cannot claim under the medical expenses tax credit, but there are some things, some renovations and things that you've done to your home that do qualify also under the medical expenses tax credit as well. So make sure you check that out uh, because that's an important one to know and be aware of. Then, Ask your accountant for any of the forms related to the medical expenses tax credit. And again, if you do your taxes yourself, make sure you look up on CRA.ca this tax credit for yourself as well. Now, if you are a homeowner that built a home this year, you may have some qualification for the GST or HST uh, well, I shouldn't say or GST, HST, uh, new housing rebate. So to be eligible for a new housing rebate for some of the GST or HST paid, uh, it's for an individual who, who purchased new housing. This is newly built housing or constructed or substantially renovated housing for use as your primary residence or a relations to you's primary residence. That is a qualification factor for the GSTHST new housing rebate. Also, uh, you could have purchased shares in a co-op complex for the purpose of using a unit as your or your relations, again, primary place of residence. And the other option is you could have constructed or substantially renovated your own home or hired someone else to construct or substantially renovate your home for use still as yours or your relations primary place of residence. And 
Here's a big key to this one. The prime, the fair market value of the house when the construction is substantially completed, which is usually considered to be 95% complete, that value must be less than $450,000 to get this GST, HST tax credit. Okay, so qualifying housing also includes mobile homes, modular homes, and floating homes as well. If you need definitions of what that is, uh, again, cra.ca will give you those. So make sure you visit there to get a little more detail. The GST HST new housing rebate allows an individual to recover some of the GST or federal portion of the HST paid for a new or substantially renovated house that is for use as the individual's or their relations' primary place of residence when all of the conditions we just talked about and any others that you see on CRA.ca or with your accountant are met. So that's, again, a summary of that GST, HST, new home construction housing rebate. Uh, Again, something that could be very much available to you if you built a new home this year and it's your primary residence. Now, the other thing that's available is the home buyer's plan. This is the one we, we probably thought you'd hear first in this podcast, but it's, again, a very common one that a lot of people use, especially first time home buyers. And the home buyer's plan allows you to withdraw up to $25,000 of your registered retirement savings savings plan. So that's your RSP to help with the purchase or construction of a home. Now, certain conditions do apply to this. So uh, you might want to you might want to visit the CRA website. There's a way to submit a request. You'll actually be completing a form and it's the T1036 tax form. That's 1036 tax form. That is available on CRA's website. That you will need to complete to participate in this program. The GST HST new residential rental property rebate is another one that is is related very similarly to the GST HST rebate on new homes for primary residents, but there is also a credit for new residential rental properties as well. So you might actually be eligible for the GST HST new residential rental property rebate if you are a landlord who purchased a newly constructed or substantially renovated residential rental property. Now, the landlord who built or owned the residential property uh, must be the landlord that claims, of course, this this tax credit, but it could be something that's available. So if you are a landlord who purchased a newly constructed or substantially renovated residential rental property, this one could be for you. You could also be a landlord who made an addition to a multiple unit residential rental complex. That qualifies. You could even be a builder who had an account for the GST HST under the self-supply rules, which again, if you're looking for those rules, the self-supply rules are again available on the CRA website, CRA.com. Under GST HST new residential rental property rebate. Uh, So, for those self supply rules, because you sold a residential unit to an individual and then leased the related land to that individual under a single written agreement, this is only available where the individual is entitled to claim the new housing rebate as well. Okay, so you've got to be able to be entitled to claim the new housing rebate. 
to also, as a builder, claim the GST HST rebate. Now, the person who had an account for the GST HST under the self-supply or change in use rules, because you made an exempt lease of land used for residential purposes, such as the rental of a residential lot or a site in a residential trailer park, also qualifies. So any person that has done that qualifies potentially for this tax deduction as well. Now, to be eligible for the new residential rental property rebate, the fair market value, again, on the qualifying residential unit at the time tax was payable on the purchase or self-supply of the property must still be less than $450,000. Now, if it's land or a site in a trailer park, the fair market value must not exceed $112,000 thousand five hundred dollars as well so so there's a couple of different numbers to remember in there rewind the podcast if you need to hear them again um but again that is a that is a stipulation of this particular tax credit for landlords the rental accommodation or land must be intended for long-term use as a residence so it can't be turned commercial in two years or anything like that the rebate will go to the person who paid the gst or hst so if it was the builder the rebate goes there right Uh, Uh, Landlord for rental accommodations or lessor of the land or leased land as well in this case with the the rental uh, version of the GST HST tax rebate. There's also uh, something that you need to know. If you're a homeowner who is a landlord, uh, you likely have rental income coming in. It might not be a lot. If it's a relatively new purchase, uh, you might just slightly have rental income. Either way, if you rent real estate or other property, including farmland that you own or have use of, you will need to report the income to the CRA. Now, the form related to that is the T776 form. So that's the one you're looking for. It's called Statement of Real Estate Rentals, which is probably easier to search on the CRA website, Statement of Real Estate Rentals, instead of just the T776. But if you need that number, you have it now. It allows you to claim allowable expenses such as advertising for the rental property, insurance, and interest on money you borrow to buy or improve the property as well. Now, one of the more important tax deductions is an important one because there's a lot of people now who are telecommuting, who are working from home. And so if you are self-employed or working from home, uh, this tax credit may be you. It's called, maybe for you rather, it's called the homeowners who work from home credit. If you work from your home, Uh, There are a number of expenses that you can deduct if you are either self-employed. So here are the conditions with this. You have to be self-employed or a commission-based employee or a professional working from home. The amount that you are eligible to complain corresponds directly to the percentage of the home that is used for the business and expenses which could be claimed and those expenses include but are not limited to there are actually a lot of expenses that are allowed here but some of the major ones are utilities including electricity heating water that sort of thing uh, also the insurance a portion of the remember this is the portion of the home that is used for business so there'll be a percentage of your heating and electricity bill or water bill that you'll be able to use not the whole thing necessarily right so 
um, insurance, again, same thing, home insurance, a portion of that, a portion of any maintenance costs uh, done on your home. Uh, the internet costs, I believe, can be used as 100% uh, write-off, but again, you would want to discuss that uh, with your accountant. Don't quote me on that. Um, but internet uh, costs as well, are, those are, are definitely um, expenses that you would want to to deduct under this program. Office supplies, cleaning supplies, etc. There's a lot of different things you can do under this tax credit to be able to claim it uh, if you work from home. So again, that work from home credit is a directly proportionate to the amount of your home as a percentage that is used for business or your work purposes. And again, uh, there's a number of things on that list. You can search CRA, you can search the internet if you want to for the extra stuff that could be on there. But the main ones, of course, are utilities, insurance, maintenance, internet, office supplies, cleaning supplies, things like that can all be claimed under that program. Now, also, uh, as we wrap up some of the things that we have here that are credits that you can potentially use, uh, selling your home. So generally, the GST HST does not apply when you sell your home, but there are cases where it does. And for example, if you built the home, you may have to pay the GST or HST. If the home you sell is not your principal residence, you have to report the capital gains and you also have to notify to the CRA that you have sold a property. And if you do not notify the CRA, and this is important, important if you do not notify the CRA that you sold a property and uh, it, and and do that in a, in a quick way that you did it last year for example there could be significant penalties and interest assessed against you so make sure you do if you do sell a property um, make sure the CRA knows about that and of course again generally GST HST does not apply when you sell, sell your home but there are cases where it does so it's important to talk to an accountant especially if you're not moving directly into another home, um, you might want to talk to an accountant about any GST, HST related issues you might come run into with the CRA. And of course, make sure you notify the CRA as well. There are opportunities to write off some of your moving expenses. If you moved last year, you can claim eligible moving expenses. If you moved and established a new home to work or run a business at a new location, or if you move to be a student in full-time attendance in a post-secondary program, at a university, college, or other educational institution. In the core, and of course, they must be accredited educational institutions. Uh, to qualify, your new home must be at least 40 kilometers by the shortest usual public route closer to your new work or school than it was at your previous address. And this is one where a lot of people mess this expense up. It gets clawed back uh, or disallowed even. Uh, and that is, again, because of that particular rule. Remember that it must be at least 40 kilometers by the shortest usual public route closer to your new work or school than your previous address was. If you moved 36 kilometers by the shortest route, you cannot claim these expenses. But if you moved 41, you're okay. So it's just it's just making sure you understand, maybe Google map it, make sure you know what the shortest route is. Uh, and if it's over 40 kilometers, you're okay to make this claim. As long as the reason for making this claim is that you move to establish a new home uh, and to work or run a business in a new location. 
or again, if you're a student uh, in full-time attendance at an accredited post-secondary education. There's a new home purchase credit as well. Uh, and, and that is, uh, or sorry, that is the same one that we're talking about before. That is the GST HST, just summarized. Uh, so there's that. And then there's, of course, provincial tax credits. So to finish up the podcast today, we're going to talk a little bit about the provincial tax credits that are available to you in some provinces. So some provinces actually do have homeowner tax credits. And the first one we're going to talk about is New Brunswick. So if you are listening from New Brunswick, you're lucky. You've got a tax credit ready for you if you're a senior. So they have a seniors home renovation tax credit and seniors 65 years or older in New Brunswick could qualify for a tax credit to help with the cost of making their homes safer and more accessible. The New Brunswick seniors home renovation tax credit is a refundable personal income tax credit for seniors and family members who live with them. Now, seniors who qualify can claim up to $10,000 worth of eligible home improvements. This is separate from the federal program, uh, and they can claim that on their tax return. The amount of money that they get back for these expenses is calculated as 10% of the eligible expenses claimed. So, for example, if $10,000 were spent, that would generate a $1,000 refund on your taxes. To be eligible, you are eligible to claim this credit for the year if on the last day of the tax year you are or were a resident of New Brunswick and a senior or a family member living with a senior as well. Now, Manitoba has an education property tax credit to help you with some of your education fees and levies. Homeowners who or renters who pay property tax may be eligible to save up to $700 with the Manitoba Education Property Tax Credit, the EPTC, which is provided to help cover the cost uh, of school taxes that you may pay or a portion of the rent, either directly on your municipal property tax statement or through your income tax return. And if you live in the province of beautiful Quebec, you get a home buyer's tax credit as well. Under these qualifications, you may be entitled to a maximum of $750 tax credit if you were resident, if you were rather a resident of Quebec on December 31st, 2019, or on the day in 2019, you cease to be a resident in Canada. And in 2019, either you or your spouse bought a qualifying home for the first time, and you intend to make it your principal residence. And here's a note here that you are considered to have bought a home for the first time in Quebec if neither you nor your spouse owned another housing unit in which you lived in 2019 or the previous four years. Very similar to an earlier credit we talked about. Or you bought a qualifying home and intend to make it the principal residence of someone related to you who has a disability. In that case, the residence must be either more accessible for the disabled person or set up to help the person be more mobile or functional than their previous residence or provide an environment better suited to the person's personal needs and care. You can split the amount between everyone who is eligible to claim the credit for the same qualifying home. For the complete list of conditions for 
all Quebec-related homeowner tax credits. Go to Revenue Quebec's website. Um, there is a long-form name, but it's better to just search Home Buyers Tax Credit. Uh, and that is where you will get that form, the TP752HAV form. Again, like I say, much easier just to search Home Buyers Tax Credit. And then also the employee rededuction, uh, the, uh, excuse me, the employee home relocation loan deduction as we all probably know by now, was eliminated in tax year 2018. It has not been reinstated. It has been eliminated on a go-forward basis as well. So that's a lot to digest. If you need to listen to this episode of the podcast one more time, two more times, three more times, don't worry. It is available to you if you are a member of Mortgage Magnates. Uh, you can also listen to this website or this is a podcast rather on the website. Uh, but if you are a client of a mortgage broker, uh, be thankful because your mortgage broker sharing this podcast with you gave you some extra information, which I hope was not too, too dry for you. But again, it's tax season. It's a dry season. And we are going to, we tried to do our best to keep that in layman's terms as much as possible. And of course, uh, to make it at least a little bit entertaining along the way. So good luck in tax season. Tax seasons begins February 1st. Uh, and, uh, and again, don't miss out on any of those homeowner tax credits or deductions and listen to your accountant. So make sure that even though you heard this podcast, if there's anything you have questions about, Talk to your accountant uh, and they'll be able to give you more details on any of what you heard as well. You can go to CRA.ca or in the province of Quebec, Revenue Quebec as well to get more details. That's it for episode 10. It was all taxes all the time on episode 10. We'll be back next week for all the mortgage brokering uh, needs that you have as far as education. And we may even have another guest or two in next week's podcast. That's next Monday. But for now, January 20th. 27th, 2020 and episode 10. I'm Chris Baker. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Magnates, the podcast. We will catch you next week. Thanks for lending and listening. (laughs) 